Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Truth Podcast. First of all, I want to shout out to Lifewater here one time. You already know, shout out to Lifewater real quick. But, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to get on another friend of mine today uh, and talk just about life and just get a little perspective of who this person is today. And today, my guest is my boy nels bro nels what's going what's on you How you doing? thank you so much for having me bro, bro i'm so thank glad you. that you could uh sacrifice your day with me it's uh what is it what is today it's a monday monday yeah yeah today is yeah, monday yeah, yeah. so monday. sacrificing your monday with me bro i appreciate that and uh we'll just have a little <laughs> a little quick talk and then uh we'll get on our way but uh thank you for coming on the podcast today it really means a lot mm-hmm. uh but before we get into the podcast today Nels Nelson, uh, who is Nels today? Kind of, how old are you? Wh- who is Nels today? Um, for the people that don't, know. I'm 22. Yeah. And Nels today is like a lot different than last year. I feel like last year I cared a little too much about what people thought of me, mm-hmm. about my music. I always wanted to make everything perfect. I'm like a perfectionist, mm-hmm. so like if it doesn't sound right to me, like I don't want to do it. If it sounds a little sketch, I'm not going. But now I just kind of, like, let that go because I felt like it was holding me back then, mm-hmm. excelling me forward. And now I'm a lot a lot more... I'm still conscious of my decisions, mm-hmm. you know? But there's a lot more leeway than me thinking twice, especially yeah. with, like, music and decisions I make regarding people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it's good for especially in like art or music uh to kind of be conscious of what you're putting out in the world because like you don't want a bad message to be spread about yourself Mm. but i think that you also have to have this idea of that you don't care what people think and i think that that's good that you've kind of overcome that in a sense too Mm -hmm. uh what do you feel like was holding you back from that a year ago we were just basically worried about like your friends and what they thought about your music or what do you feel like it was about um i don't necessarily worry too much about my friends because mm-hmm. like they're my top supporters like my dogs always got me Absolutely. and they're not like yes man you know mm-hmm. like i got a good group of guys yeah that like i send my stuff to before i put it out and they'll be like if it's not going they'll be like nah yeah bro, that's not that's it. not it that's, that's not it man you. don't don't yeah. put that out i don't like that yeah and it just like shoots me to try harder yeah and keep making something with diversity added mm-hmm. to it because i don't really want to make music that sounds the same i don't want to have the same sound yeah that's why like in my soundcloud i put no genre yeah and, um the bio thing because i don't really want to have a genre i want to be like an artist i don't want to be labeled as a rapper so yeah. i can speak to a big magnitude of people instead mm-hmm. of just a certain audience i feel that i think that that's good to actually diversify yourself in a lot of ways because i mean with music especially there's i don't know what it is like i think that rapping and like if you're sitting in a certain genre you can only do so much in that genre but mm-hmm. if you don't put a label on it and you don't put a genre on it i think that you're like the opportunities are endless for you because exactly. you could you could really be like just a musical medium of any sort that you mm-hmm. want to be so i think that that's huge uh especially like being in the music uh scene and everything and like seeing all the big time like rappers or hip-hop or whoever it is like you know it's good to diversify yourself and i think that that's good that Mm -hmm. you have that head on your shoulders and then you know that that's what you kind of need to do as an artist i think that that's dope that's dope um what do you feel like was your experience growing up because you went to uh waukee right yeah graduated from waukee and then did you go through that whole district like your whole entire life Mm -hmm. how do you feel like that was for you like how was the experience for that i feel like it was really cool Mm -hmm. i met like a lot of good people and I wish I could go back. I feel like there was a lot of decisions I made throughout high school mm-hmm. um, that I would change. Like sometimes with the Twitter thing, a lot of people refer to me with being on Twitter and stuff because I would crack jokes necessarily not thinking of how the other person felt. Yeah, I would just kind of do it, and it was for it was for clout. You yeah, know? Like, mm-hmm. and that I feel like a yeah. lot of people were about clout yeah. you know in high school and stuff but i feel like 
Um, what am I trying to say here? I feel like if I could go back, I would change and like focus on different things mm-hmm. than that. Cause I felt like I felt that I wanted to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And you know, at Waukee, there were a lot of people like there were. It was clicky. Yeah. Like there were people who were. I would, I don't really want to use this. I hate using this, but like the popular people. Kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there were like the other people, and there were people in between. Mm-hmm. And I felt that as if I was kind of the floater like gotcha. I could still mingle with the people you know mm-hmm. over here and then mingle with the people up here yeah but I really wanted to be over here yeah so that's what made me feel like I had to do that yeah do, do that, that and I really regret I think, it I think that that's like I think that it's good though that you have put that out in the universe you know to kind of let that be known that like everybody makes mistakes you know mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people that even I went to high school with and whatnot like we've all fallen victim to that in one yeah. way or another uh you know because it's just like the things that are almost embedded into us like growing mm-hmm. up in especially this social media generation I think that like you know everybody's like trying to get these likes and all that stuff like I think that it's good that that's changed since mm-hmm. high school for you and me is as well i think that i've fallen like for stuff like that in high school you know i think that it it happens to the best of us you know and i think that you know if you're willing to throw that out there and just say like you know i'm sorry to whoever and Mm -hmm. you know you're you know that you messed up and you're willing to accept that i think that that makes you a better man for that you know i think that that's huge yeah um well how do you feel like the experience like do you feel like Waukee was not really diverse? Because I feel like that's kind of the norm that I hear about, like, the suburbs, suburb schools is, like, mm-hmm. it's not really diverse. Like, I feel like there's only, like, a few, like, you there's, it's a predominantly, like, white-driven school population. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like you struggled with that, or do you feel like it was, it was okay and, like, people didn't really show all that stuff for, like... I mean, yeah, I, I do agree with that. It was, mm-hmm. it was predominantly white people at the school. Mm-hmm. Was, um, like, I remember looking at uh, how many black people were at the school, and there was, like, less than 15, 20. Wow. And you guys had, like, what, what was your graduating class? Like, 600-ish uh, or something like that? It was, like, five. No. I think it was, like, 446. 446. Damn, that's a lot. Something like that. Yeah. Around those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But still, fifteen kids yeah, in the 15. entire population. That's, yeah. that's like nuts. something like that. Yeah, that's nuts, man. It's nuts. I mean, the school would try. They put their efforts to, you know, include everybody, make it more diverse, not mm-hmm. not try to put it into that type of culture. But yeah. I feel like there were still weren't enough kids, or yeah. the kids who were there didn't really participate. Yeah, in what I they were like trying that- to put out. I feel like that's hard, too, because it's like, you know, you stick out in a crowd like that because, I don't know, that's just, regardless, like, if all the people are so nice to you, I feel like they just can't relate to you in every single spectrum, mm-hmm. you know, because that that's something that I struggle with, like, because I'm, like, half black and half white, so, like, when I'm hanging out with, like, my black friends, it's, like, I'm not black enough but when i'm with my white friends not white enough you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so that's like that's something that's kind of it i don't know what it is it's like it's it's a struggle for sure but i feel like you know as i've gotten older i've learned how to like get past that in a sense but there are like certain instances where like i'm out with a couple of my friends and like you know i can just tell that like people are just a little bit acting a little bit different towards me mm-hmm. if that makes sense so does do you feel like that happened to you while you were in high school or like in like if you ever like went to parties or anything like that do you feel like you struggled with anything like that uh i feel like with that that's also maybe another reason why i did what i did mm-hmm. you know to make me feel accepted yeah into that part because i didn't feel it back mm-hmm. then maybe i was just too caught up in my own own world yeah and my own world to feel it or see yeah. it but i mean i'm not saying it doesn't happen because mm-hmm. it does it still happens today yeah school is out there but yeah. i didn't feel it as much as maybe i should have yeah and even if it did happen i'll just kind of laugh it off i yeah. was just kind of like that laugh dude that yeah i would laugh at basically everything but yeah yeah i think that that's something that's hard in our generation too is like 
But I mean, with the with the uh, suburb schools, I feel like that's different than like the farm schools, especially being mm-hmm. in Iowa. I feel like the farm schools are kind of like the ones that are they're very like out there and they'll like be calling you names and stuff mm-hmm. but i feel like the people in uh the suburbs they sort of get that like you don't need to be calling people names but there's also like way they think yeah. about there's like things that they can do that they can still like they can get under your skin without it being like over the top does that kind of make sense yeah, i feel like passive. yeah you it's know so it's like it's yeah so it's like they'll say like something almost under their breath and it's like it kind of like brings you down a peg almost feeling like you're less than and i i don't mm-hmm. i don't really enjoy that and i think that you know that's something that i really enjoyed about like going to a public school was like i had a lot of diversity and nobody really said things like that because i mean if they did then they'd be ridiculed you know mm-hmm. so it was like that was that was like a tough thing or that's like something that i would imagine would be tough like going to a school that's predominantly white driven and everything like that but yeah you know that's something that definitely is tough but uh talk about life before music for you do you feel like there was something that you did before music that you Mm kind of like were you into like painting drawing or anything like that and then like it just kind of inspired music or what it's kind of crazy you say that (laughs) because believe it or not I wanted to be a doctor, bro. Really? I wanted to be a surgeon. Really? Because in fifth grade, mm-hmm. I had surgery. I had a hernia in my stomach, right? Word. And it, I thought it was crazy how people were able to actually open you up and fix something inside of you, mm-hmm. and you would still be able to go on, yeah. even live a better life than you had before. Yeah. And that really fascinated me. And my parents, they were really education-driven. Mm-hmm. They were more about the school, getting your work done, like not hanging out with friends, stuff like that. They were really strict during school. Mm -hmm. So during that time, I feel as if I said I wanted to be a doctor, but I wasn't totally sure if that's what I wanted Mm -hmm. to do. And I went to school at Iowa for a year, my freshman year, and I majored in medicine. Big mistake. I mean, if you're if you're about it, all power to you. That's a keep going if you're about it. But like, if it's not for you, change your mind before it's too late. Yeah, it was hard. I was doing good at first, right? Yeah, I was doing really really good, and I just got progressively, I, yeah, basically lazier. Lazier. Uh, I would just skip class because I didn't have to go. Didn't Mm -hmm. go to the lectures, and then I would still get my homework done. I'll still go to the exam, do on the exam. And I was just like, why do I even need to go to class? And then mm-hmm. I kept going and going and it just got worse and worse. And then I was just thinking, man, I don't know if I really want to do this. Because I yeah. went to class one day. I was like, you know, I'm going to start going to class. Went to class, didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> and I was it like, really I'm... be like that, though. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, we're... It was more of the stuff in the cell we were mm-hmm. talking about, like mitochondria, the yeah. cell division, and stuff like that. Yeah, that and stuff is not my forte. Yeah, it's not my forte either. And I remember doing it in high school, mm-hmm. so I still had some sense of where I was at, still mm-hmm. had an idea. But when you got, I got to the exam that time, questions were hard, bro. Yeah. They were so hard. And oh, all yeah, God, I didn't do dog. good on that one. That shit's the struggle. I remember after that day, um, I roomed with Gavin Priest. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. That's my dog. Shout out to Gavin Priest. Shout out to Gavin. <laughs> and, Shout out to him. Um, we went upstairs to hang out with Carter Bothwell and Tyler Spade. Mm-hmm. And they were roomies too. And we were just watching music videos on on the TV. Or, and I remember um, I remember listening to Check by Young Thug. Yeah. you seen that music yep, video? Yeah, yeah. That music video was so cool. Like, I think something in that sparked me to do music because yeah. I saw how he had all this money around him mm-hmm. and he was doing it with his homies. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to put my homies on, you know, make my homies yeah. live the best life possible or Absolutely. make the people I love live the best life possible if I could do that. And so I was just thinking, why not? And I thought it would just take off easy. I thought mm-hmm. I would just pull on one song and then boom, blow up. Yeah. Like I thought it would be like that. And at first, 
I mean, it se- it seemed pretty good. Like I got a lot a lot of love from the people around me, from mm-hmm. people from school and stuff. And then I got some hate from, you know, people mm-hmm. I used to fuck with, like stuff like that. And that was pretty hard. Yeah. I remember hearing, I'm not gonna say who it was, but I remember hearing someone say, um, she came to our room and she was just hanging out with my roommate. And she said, heard you wanna be a rapper now. And I was like, uh, yeah, kind of like just a little mm-hmm. giggly, yeah, stuff like that. I don't know. I didn't know that she knew. Yeah. I didn't know that many people knew. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of want to do it. I think mm-hmm. I could do it. And she said, just stop. Wow. You're not going to make any money. You're just wasting your time. Wow. Just don't do it. And I was like, all right, okay. Well, so do you and, feel like you add that? to like the fire of you wanting to make more music do you feel like Mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking about that every time i'm making a song yeah i think that that's huge too because i mean especially being in like the content creation world i feel like you're always gonna have like people that love what you do and you're always gonna have people that hate what you do Mm -hmm. i think that 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 just comes with everything i think that regardless of what you do half of the world could hate you and half the world is gonna love you but Mm -hmm. you know regardless like of that if you can take it and <clears throat> make the the hateful comments into something that you know it drives you more to just put on a new song and like what you said you're you think about it every time that you do do a song yeah. i think that that's huge because that that just makes you push even harder mm-hmm. and especially like having your friends around you that you know they tell you if this ain't it or mm-hmm. if this is it then i think that that's really good because that that that's just like that it's that backing that core backing and i think that that's what a lot of people need especially being in like this business that we're in i feel like it can be tough sometimes and it can be lonesome almost Mm because there's there's a lot of people that you know hate everything that you do and everything that you put out but it's like you know there's a lot of people that love you i love it yeah and i think that you know something that i've noticed like in the past couple of years is like i'll get a hundred like really good comments about like what I'm doing like you're doing awesome all this stuff and then there'll be one person that puts something out there in the universe and they're like this fucking sucks or whatever and I'm Mm -hmm. like wow and you focus on that one negative comment comment. that's so weird how that is it's really weird man I don't know why but I I that happens to me too mm-hmm. like i'll see all this love i'll see all this this support and then there's one person there just like why are you doing this yeah this is trash stop and i kind of take that like i don't necessarily hate that person mm-hmm. i kind of use the hate that i would have accumulated mm-hmm. to put it into the next thing yeah i'm just thinking how can i make that person switch from where Absolutely. they're at and i think that drives me a lot that's awesome. Especially those comments. Yeah. I actually look forward to those comments sometimes. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> it just bro. gives me motivation, you know yeah. what I'm saying? What like, do you feel like, uh, like, in regards to your music, do you feel like you talk about certain things? Like, is there some, like, certain topics that you like to talk about? Or is there, uh, like, what is, like, your creative process behind making music for you? I mostly make my music um, driven on emotion. Okay. So... If I make a song in this era, like this month, mm-hmm. it will be how I'm feeling this month. Or if I make a song, you know, in the past, it, you can kind of tell where yeah. I was at in my head mm-hmm. at around that time. I don't really, I should do this more, but I don't write as often as I need to. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of a problem for me because when I'm feeling this emotion, it's so heavy that I feel like I have to write. And yeah. then I'll go bust out a song in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then it's just all about how I make it, how I want to make it sound or something like that. Yeah. And I feel like I need to put put out more content to mm-hmm. show my supporters or who's following me how I'm feeling in that moment. Yeah. I think that that, something that I've kind of talked about with a lot of people is like, you know, the generation that we live in right now is this 
it's this I want this now and then Mm -hmm. we'll forget about it later kind of thing so I think that being in like the content creation world and like in the music industry for you it's like you have to constantly be putting stuff out Mm -hmm. so I think that you know I think that you you've been doing pretty good about like keeping your consistency up though like you've posted probably what like eight tracks in the past year ish uh-huh. in the past year yeah probably around eight yeah so that's pr- that's damn near yeah. like one a month almost mm, like almost, you yeah. know so i think that like that's that's huge and i think that you know if you can push yourself to putting out like one track at least a month that's yeah. like that's yeah, what's going to keep people hooked keep you know music. especially in the music side of things because it's like you know I understand that, like, the music, like, making it is, it's a lot tougher than a lot Mm -hmm. of other things because, you know, you have to write it first and then you have to record it. You have to get all Mm -hmm. the behind the scenes with all the mixes and mastering and all that stuff. And that that Mm -hmm. can take some time. So I think that, like, a month, it's like you could, it's doable for it to be done, like, to be, to make a good song in that month. And then, you know, you can focus on the next thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you feel like you, when you are sitting down and writing like during uh those moments do you feel like you focus on one piece and then you move on to the next one or do you feel like you bang out like a bunch of pieces at that time and then like you have some stuff for later or what do you feel like is your process with that i feel like it's kind of like i'll focus on um one song Mm -hmm. at a time and i try to get as far as i can with that one song and then when i get stuck I just go to another song that I've been working on, Word. and then they, it's kind of like they all grow at, at the same pace. Yeah, at the so. same pace, but if there's one song that I'm just like, wow, <laughs> I know that this one. is gonna be dope. I just keep focusing on it. Yeah. Like I'll freestyle to it in the car, I'll go home, mm-hmm. or, and then just be right on it. I'll stop doing everything just so I could be right on it. I'll yeah. even write at work, trying to get, trying to get that piece going. That's awesome, bro. But um, back with that consistency, mm-hmm. consistency thing. Um, I feel like it's harder because with the mix and master, mm-hmm. that is what usually takes me yeah. so yeah. long, man. Because yeah. I have this certain way I want it to sound in my head, uh-huh. and it's just all about getting there. Yeah, like how can I do that? And major shout out to Christian Kamate because when I was back in. Um, when I was back in college mm-hmm. when I first started making music mm-hmm. uh, I told him about it and he would make beats and he would show me the beats and stuff and I was like digging it and I was like bro how do you know any way I can like record and he told me I need a DAW and mm-hmm. I tried to figure out how I could get you know that music stuff on my computer mm-hmm. and the one for I had, I had a MacBook mm-hmm. and so I looked it up and it was Logic Pro X I went to Apple Store, the App Store or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was two hundred dollars. And me being a college student, there's no way yeah. two hundred dollars to just throw on that. Oh, so, um, I talked to him more, and he's a computer major. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Bro, why don't you just torrent it?" I was like, "Bro, what is that?" <laughs> and he showed me how I could get torrents of stuff. Yeah, not only that, but like all this other stuff. Yeah, and I hope like the government's not watching me because that's not yeah it's not what you're supposed to do yeah but um i torrented it mm-hmm. and i got logic logic pro x and he said you also need some other stuff you need the plugin so i started watching videos Word. major videos and i'll be on it every day instead of going to class mm-hmm. go to class it's good i just skip class <laughs> i'll go to the library and I'll watch probably eight hours of videos a day Word. trying to figure out how I can how figure I can make it, it better. And I ran into this guy who talked about Waves plugins. I don't know if you're familiar with wave, Waves plugins, Mm-mm. but they're the plugins that most of the music industry uses, like Word. the higher up in the music Word. industry. And I went to their website, and everything was like, Eight grand or more. I was like, bro, <laughs> that I is like, so bro, there's expensive. No way. Bro. I'm gonna do this right now. And luckily, I was able to find a torrent, uh-huh. and I was able to get all the packages off of that. And I started just figuring out how to do it. And I would still watch probably eight hours of videos a day, or figuring out how to mix and master myself. Or and 
It, it really sucked. Yeah. At first, it, like, you're not good at it. You're never going to mm-hmm. be good at it starting off, but I would just keep with it. I would keep yeah. with it every day. Had one of them, I don't know if you know, the blue... I think it's blue snowball. Oh yeah, like, the snowball mic. Yeah, yeah the huh? circular yep. ones. Mm-hmm. Right now, be in the rap. I would be uh, rapping in the library at the top floor, just in this little secluded room, just mm-hmm. like spitting bars. But <laughs> that's dope. I'll go back and try to figure out how I could do it. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I just got progressively better and yeah. better. And I think I kind of do it because, um, with engineering, mm-hmm. I feel like. I, I'm kind of that person that with my music, I'm a little impatient sometimes and I should be more patient. Mm-hmm. But every time I've had, I've worked with like an engineer, it's not worked out for me. Except a few times, a couple times it's worked out for me, but yeah. I just kind of want it now. And I feel like if I did it myself, I would have no one to blame but myself if it yeah. didn't sound what I wanted to. Yeah. And they have their own schedule. I have my own schedule. So yeah. I can't just expect the most out of them for them to get it back to me as soon as possible. Yeah. So I just kind of figure it out myself, you yeah. know. And I still make every every song I've put out since, I think, like, these days last year, mm-hmm. I've mixed and mastered myself. That's and dope, that's what it takes the most time. Yeah. But I think that, that that's important, though, that you've mm-hmm. learned how to do everything from the mix of masters to writing and you know just doing it all on your own i think that it gives you that much more of an appreciation for what you're doing Mm -hmm. you know so versus like somebody that you know like somebody could have somebody ghost writing for them and they're just the ones spitting the bars it's like Mm -hmm. you know that that's not as good because then it's like you're not the one that's putting in all the time and effort and then beyond that with the mix of mastering stuff like that that's just like art in and of itself so you know and i shout out to all like the music engineers and everything else like you guys are fucking wizards with that yeah and i don't even i don't even know much about audio like my mics are from freaking amazon and they just plug into my computer Mm -hmm. i don't gotta worry about nothing else (laughs) (laughs) but i just focus on garage band so you know Mm. uh you know, I think that there's always ways, though, for people to kind of learn the ins and outs of really anything. It's just, you know, you're telling us about how, you know, you spent hours and hours on, like, trying to master it. And you're trying mm-hmm. to learn just how to create music, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, getting all the behind-the-scenes stuff of it. And I think that that's huge because all of this information is accessible for everybody to have it's just you got to know where to look and you got to know what you're talking about and you got to know what you're looking for so i think that that's dope that like you've shared your story about that though because i think that you know there's a lot of people out there that are trying to get into music or whatever and they just don't really know what they're doing Mm -hmm. you know so i think that it's good for people like you to kind of share out your story about that stuff because that's huge yeah um what so you recorded your first song with uh you said your roommates and stuff right um my first song actually my first song um i deleted it word 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 <laughs> i put it i yeah I, so just tell I, about I, your experience about like your first song <laughs> my first song um mm-hmm. i remember it was it was a low you remember low by future and the weekend i think so if i've heard it yeah i think, I think it was low so, I don't know. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. I did a cover of that song, Word. and um, me and my homie J Law, mm-hmm. we actually shout out to J Law all the <laughs> yeah, time. Shout out J Law, bro. Uh, we did it in on a snoop on a snowball mic, or in a car, just in a car, bro. Mm. Um, we didn't really know like how <laughs> we didn't know about the how the you need stuff around you though. Yeah, uh, what are they called? those acoustics around you yeah. to make it sound better mm-hmm. make your voice sound full and we didn't have a pop filter none of that yeah. we just kind of did it in the middle of the car it was like 4 or 5 a.m. because mm-hmm. we were just hanging out and we are just like bro we should make that song in this car God, yeah, <laughs> bro. But it's good that like you yeah. guys were experimenting with that, mm-hmm. you know, because like otherwise you wouldn't have never learned. You wouldn't have learned like how how to do it right versus how to do it wrong. You know what I mean? So like I think that 
that's important that you guys did that. And mm-hmm. I think that it's good for, cause I bet that there's a lot of people that tried to get into the music and they've done probably a, or along the same lines of that because like, shoot, if I mm-hmm. was trying to record a song, I probably wouldn't know how to do it at all. Yeah, so it's really hard. And also like shout out KP bro. Cause like KP was in our squad. Mm-hmm. He was the first one that actually put it out there. Word. We had kept it like so within us mm-hmm. that we would just rap to each other what we had but we never put it out into the community or ever for everyone to listen to and i really i'm really appreciative about that because if it wasn't for him i don't know because i was really thinking about what other people would think Mm -hmm. you know especially because what i was rapping about yeah and back then like um i rapped about stuff that wasn't me and i got a reality check when someone tweeted about it Mm -hmm. he said that whatever you're saying like it's i don't know i still have the tweet in my phone somewhere i don't yeah. i don't look at it that much i don't pay that much mind to it but i ended up dming him talking to him about what he meant and he was like use your environment to um to talk what you write about mm-hmm. like make it actually be real instead yeah. of putting on this facade and i actually did take that and I, it does make sense because yeah. my first song i kind of rapped about um popping and shit and stuff like that yeah. and that wasn't really me back then mm-hmm. and unless i can't necessarily say that that's not me right now mm-hmm. and um it just you gotta be you know who you are yeah you gotta but also have a good message yeah every song i feel like i put out i have a message behind it whether you can't see it or not mm-hmm. um it's, there's something there yeah, and I know the people who support me and actually follow me and actually really pay attention know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of metaphors yeah. to stick with it, but to stick with today's sound because music is always yeah. changing. It's always God, it evolving, is. and I can't stick with one specific sound because who knows? Next week that might be washed out. Yeah. So I just keep changing and changing, but I also want to have a message with it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I think that it's huge to really talk about your reality. Like, that's the biggest thing that I've learned. Because I wrote, like, poetry in high school and everything. So that was, like, huge for me to do is, like, actually talk about my reality, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. make it into something that, you know, either others can relate to or I can make them feel uncomfortable and just have to listen to me for a few minutes, you know. <laughs> and I think that, like, you know, that's that's the beauty behind writing and just mm. music and everything else. It's like, you know, talking about your reality is a huge message that it can it can form somebody somebody else's life into thinking a different way because they haven't heard a story like that, you know. Yeah. So I think that that's huge, and I think that, you know, when you're writing music and you're actually talking about something that you've been through or, you know, you're talking about your reality and your environment, like you said, you know, I think that that's huge that you have to do that because you can't, there's certain instances I feel like you could like play a character almost in like Mm -hmm. a, in a piece or whatever. But, you know, for the most part, I feel like it's good for you to kind of just talk about what you've been through and, just make other people hear it so mm-hmm. you know i think that that's a huge thing that you can do um how long have you been in the music scene so you said uh you said freshman year of college right it was like your first initial mm-hmm. kind of start to it do you feel like you were touching into it like before that in high school or anything else um not really actually not really, not really. i was more focused on being that doctor that my yeah. parents wanted and I'm really glad that they raised me the way they did because my mom always tried to get me into extracurricular activities, whether it be basketball, sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, I actually even took band in fifth grade. I think I dropped it after that. I didn't want to do it. But I did piano, and I did guitar, but I really liked piano for a bit, man. Mm -hmm. Like I started when I was eight, and I think I did it for four or five years yeah so like do you I, still kind of remember how to play it and yeah stuff so too? i can still play some things i would That's look up covers too and just learn how to play it yeah and i really like that but it also helped me now because like with melodies mm-hmm. melodies are really really important yeah and stuff like that i'm really yeah. glad that she did that that's important because i think that uh do you feel like you 
wish you would have stayed in like band to kind of learn more about the music side of things too no you didn't want to do that shout out Ben <laughs> yes sir but no nah, that was not for me bro mm-hmm. I was playing the trombone and where oh man that was stressful yeah it's but I feel like the jazz-esque music or like adding mm-hmm. in like stuff like that like the trombone or like yeah. the saxophone or whatever like that stuff can almost be timeless music you exactly. know so i feel like you know it's good that you probably do you still remember how to play trombone and stuff a little bit no mm-hmm. not I really don't. yeah and i didn't really like so i feel like I it'd just like... be a good dynamic to add into yeah. your music at, at least down the line you know mm-hmm. not like right at this very yeah, moment yeah. down but, the line for sure yeah it's just that that thing, mm. bro. Like, it's just so hard, especially when you gotta go really fast. You just be like, yeah, like man. What about the trumpet? That's the smaller nah, one, right? The trumpet is the one I wanted to play so bad, or, but they didn't let you. No, I feel like, oh, no, it wasn't that they didn't let me. Mm-hmm. It's just I didn't speak up. Oh, uh, um, you're a little shy teacher, about it. Yeah, I was yeah. really shy. It was like the band teacher was like yo you got long arms I think you should you would really do good playing trombone I said fuck that and I was like I want to play the trumpet he was like he was like nah you'd be a great trombone player I was like really you think so like yeah me in fifth grade and I ended up doing it I didn't like it, bro. Damn. I was pretty good, but yeah. I didn't like it. Damn, didn't bro. like it that much. When I feel like the trumpets, like that one, where uh, like a lot of uh, hip hop artists have like somebody that plays the trumpet that mm-hmm. travel with them and stuff yeah. too. I think that that's kind of that's kind of dope that they do the that. Trumpet is really dope. But, Instruments yeah. are dope, especially the ones you God. use for that, because you gotta like change your lips and stuff, yeah. and smaller and bigger to yeah. like. Well, piano is like a huge universal one, you mm-hmm. know. So I think that that's good that you at least know how to play it. I wish, yeah. like, if I was into the music stuff, I would wish that piano would be like my number one thing that I wish I would have learned. But mm-hmm. you know, it's cool, and I'm it's doing cool. other things. Hey, but you know, still learning, bro. Yeah, I know it's never too late. But yeah. I don't know. That stuff's probably like learning another language at this point. <laughs> shoot, it's yeah, just yeah. like you know finding all the keys and stuff, and then like reaching over here and it's over here. Oh man, that yeah. stuff's crazy. That stuff's crazy. <laughs> your hands is pretty hard. So. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you feel like is your greatest accomplishment that you've done so far? in your life it can be related to music it can not be related to music hmm. what do you feel like that is for you i think that's a good question i'd probably ponder that for yeah a let it let it sit man let it sit greatest accomplishment to me it would definitely be with music yeah it would definitely be with music i think do you feel like on the side of like just putting yourself out there for the world to hear your voice mm-hmm. yeah and slowly being myself yeah and like who i want to be versus who everybody else wants Mm -hmm. me to be absolutely and i think that that's a really good accomplishment yeah i was gonna say like my song reaching 10k on soundcloud but that's dope though yeah that was really that was really something man like i was so which one was that i was so psyched about that these days these days yeah reached 10k first but that's before it's on it oh my god bro Oh my god, that song, yeah, that song makes me so hype. I'm so happy. I I can't believe I actually made that. Yeah, like every time I listen to it, I'm just like, I really can't believe I made this. That's awesome, Mm -hmm. bro. Do you like listen back to a lot of your songs? I really do, actually. Um, I didn't know if like you would like. I don't know, like, like, when I put out stuff, I'm like, I don't really like to watch my stuff, but I think mm-hmm. that it's good for people to do that, because you can kind of take points from it and stuff. Yeah, sometimes, but mm-hmm. usually when I put out a song, mm-hmm. like, I've listened to it so much, it feels oversaturated in yeah. my head, so I won't listen to it for a good few weeks, yeah. maybe even a month, mm-hmm. if that, unless, like, my homie plays it, then I kind of have to listen yeah. to it, you know, like, uh-huh. kind of have to, like, you know, <laughs> I feel that. take out for it, but, yeah, I don't really listen to it that much, yeah. um, lately, I've been listening to, I've li- been listening to it back, usually when I put on a new song, mm-hmm. I listen to the first song, well, that new song, I listen to the one after that, yeah. after that, and then I just hear myself, like, how I've progressed throughout yeah. these years. Well, and I think that progression is huge, too, mm-hmm. because you can kind of see what you did wrong, maybe on, like, the mixing, mastering side of it, or if it was, like, you need more melody in it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, exactly. that's dope. And I think that, you know, 
learning from your old mistakes is the best way to learn mm-hmm. in general versus like trying to study somebody else or whatever you know i think that that's huge you learn a lot from listening back mm-hmm. especially like if something doesn't sound right you're like dang i did something wrong here yeah but the, it's already out so like yeah. i can't change it so i'm gonna do it on the next one you know yeah or like if you found a cool effect you would be like yo i could use this into something else make mm-hmm. it sound more ambient or more in your face type thing yeah mm-hmm. that's huge I've been that's, taking huge. That a lot. that's dope man i really like uh well we're gonna talk about uh your you just released uh frost my neck right just a little bit ago <laughs> yeah. that was like your yeah. latest song uh what was like your creative process behind that do you feel like Oh. That thing bangs. I'd be playing that in the car too, brother. Bro, thing thank bangs, you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. My creative process with that one, um, I remember I, I was just like looking up beats, mm-hmm. and I still get my beats off YouTube. Yeah. Cause, um, I feel like there's just so many. Yeah. It's just like so many to choose from. I could go to this type of artist kind of mm-hmm. sound and just hear something that maybe something like they would make and then mm-hmm. take it for my own. Why does and that get such a bad rap for I don't know. YouTube beats? I don't because, know. Because like somebody else made it. Yeah, I think I think because someone else made it, and um, a lot of the YouTube beats mm-hmm. are very looped. Okay. They're very very looped. Okay. Like I wasn't too sure mm-hmm. about what that was. Exactly. Yeah, you're not really gonna find a good YouTube beat. Okay. Searching like right there and then. Gotcha. I mean, it may sound good, mm-hmm. but then over a while it kind of gets boring. Well, yeah. that's just my that's just my yeah um, perspective of it. But still, those guys are great. Like they're working mm-hmm. hard, and if you find the right one, it'll work for you. Yeah. And. It's crazy because I searched four hours yeah. to find that beat. I, bet. I just I just heard it and I was like, wow, I think I could make something out of this. And then yeah. like I would just be in my car on the way to work every day. I would freestyle it to it and stuff like that. And then I found that um that little that little jingle that I was just like, dang, that kind of goes like that little bitch. Yeah, that like, shit I was hard, like, bro. bro. I was like, dang, that kind of goes. And then I went home, I recorded it, came back went to the car again on the way to work because every mm-hmm. like i'd be working a lot so every day on the way to work i just use my time to like yo maybe brainstorm type yeah or and well then it's like nobody else is riding mm-hmm. with you you know you're just yeah. sitting there it's just thinking like yourself. i could be as wild as i want oh, i could turn as wild as i want it doesn't even matter and yeah i just kept going with it and i'm really glad that made that you know mm-hmm. i feel like it was stepping into a different type of sound like yeah. evolving my sound and i think it got inspiration from other artists as well yeah. i just started making it right after i came back from rolling loud Bruh. and i saw artists that i've been listening to since high school so mm-hmm. it was really it was really dope atmosphere yeah. i loved how um when they got on stage they would make the whole entire crowd mm-hmm. super hype and i wanted to make something like that i wanted to make something that would make everybody hype but also at the same time people could just like dance to like hit the wall you know like something like that yeah that shit oh man that stuff gives me chills man i remember uh oh i went to travis scott the day that i graduated Mm -hmm. that was like crazy insane and then it's like thinking about his progression too about like I think I saw him at Seven Flags, and now he's, like, selling out huge arenas. Huge. So, like, wow. That, it's just crazy, like, how music does that for people, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, you know, do you feel like you want to get into, like, the performing side of things? Eventually? I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. Like, I've, <laughs> believe it or not, mm-hmm. never performed yet. Really? Never performed yet. Really? I feel like that would be... A crazy experience mm-hmm. and i know i would go all out for it yeah i know i would go all out for it but at the same time i feel like i still want more of a catalog so when i do yeah. perform i could make the crowd go into the kind of like the type of emotion that i want them to go into yeah i feel like i have a different variety of tracks mm-hmm. but i want to make more hype tracks i want to make yeah. more pensive tracks or stuff where yeah. with more thought that would make people Think, feel it yeah feel, bit. Mm-hmm. feel it or think about it and yeah. always come back to it because i feel like um i feel like what was i gonna say i feel like music when you listen to it mm-hmm. it's supposed to 
more say take you into another place, mm-hmm. like into a different world, and that's what I try to go for every time. Yeah. If it doesn't, it, if it doesn't take me into a different world, why why would it take anybody else? Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. That's really something that's beautiful about music is like you know you can listen to something like super hype yeah and then like you get into like this crazy like trying to punch to the wall kind (laughs) of attitude and everything and then like you know you switch it up to something like slow and it's like your vibe just changes and i think Mm -hmm. that that, that's really dope do you feel like you like what's like the number of songs you feel like you want to get like under your catalog that you feel like would be comfortable for you to be performing and everything hmm have you kind of thought about that i haven't really thought about that yeah that's a really really good question yeah maybe a few more Mm -hmm. a few more because i feel like you have like a decent amount so you know i think that it's just a matter of time do you feel like you want to push yourself to try to get your first performance in this year yeah for sure it's gonna be this year yeah it's gotta be this year absolutely no cap, bro. It's yes, gotta sir. be this year. Yes, sir. That's mm-hmm. dope, bro. That's dope. And like, it's crazy how you said that that punch through a wall thing, mm-hmm. and then the slow thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like, after I made Death Before the Song, mm-hmm. I made this song called Love Too Hard, Hard to Love, mm-hmm. which is about a girl that um, I don't want to necessarily say I fell in love with her, mm-hmm. but I was gang there, and I okay. made that song, and it's kind of like all this like fighting like i'd fuck somebody up type shit mm-hmm. into the soft type of me and like the vibe completely changes yeah like i want someone to be like in a mosh pit and then want to hug the person a, next yeah, to them yeah, they just a push down to the ground yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's high bro that's yeah, crazy mm-hmm. yeah but i think that that's really good to have this different dynamic of music especially mm-hmm. in the same artist i think that that's something that a lot of people can't really do because i feel like a lot of the like the mumble rappers like uh little yachty and like young thug in a sense like they don't really have like this like soft side to them they always want to put out like this crazy shit you know yeah. and i think that that's dope mm-hmm. but it's like you know there's only so much you can do with that you there's know so much but like if you can switch a crowd's mood like that when the beat comes on mm-hmm that's insane and that's that's, that's really something insane. that i look for in music at least and i feel like a lot of people have kind of switched up their minds with that because i feel like you know when we were going through high school i feel like all i wanted to listen to is like some crazy like headbanging shit like mm-hmm. i was like trying to go to the club <laughs> and fuck it up type shit but yeah. you know now it's like you know i i hear other music and i'm like whoa like this is dope this is smooth you know mm-hmm. and like i want to hear more of that you know so i think that having that different dynamic is huge for being an artist in general and i think that that's good that you kind of realize that and you're willing to put in like different mm-hmm. types of sounds and everything to your music so that's yeah. dope bro that's dope it's still like an experimental process but mm-hmm. you know after a while you master it yeah you'll you'll get there like i still haven't mastered any of the sounds i put out yeah but I'm still working on That's huge, bro. Mm. That's dope. Uh, getting into some of the closing questions here for you. Uh, who or what is the inspiration to do what you do? Like, you, we kind of talked mm-hmm. about, like, your art. Like, there's certain artists and stuff that, like, inspire some of your songs. But, like, do you mm-hmm. feel like there's always an inspiration to do what you do just in life or in music in general? Um, my mom, for sure. Mom. My mom for sure, bro. Shout out to all the moms out like, there. Oh man, bro. <laughs> my mom works so hard, mm-hmm. and my pops too. Like, I owe them so much in my fam. Yeah. I just want to make them live the best life possible because yeah. they've done so much for me. I, the only thing I could do is give back to them. Yeah. And I'm also inspired by. Um, I think. X really, really, really inspired yeah. me, man. Mm-hmm. He really inspired me. Like, I could feel that in yeah. uh, your last song, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I could feel that. Yeah, almost. he really, really did, bro. Like, what he was doing for his community, mm-hmm. like, I want to be able to do that one day for everybody. Like, I still try mm-hmm. my be- my level best, you know, when I have the time yeah. and when I have the money, the extra money to do it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I want to be able to re- reach millions of people. Because, like, I know what it's like to feel alone, to be yeah. alone. And it's not the best feeling. Yeah. Or the feeling of being so sad that you just don't even want to do anything. Yeah. You don't want to get up in bed. You don't want to mm. 
even as gross as it sounds take a shower like it's just simple things like that but you just don't have the energy to do it and i want to help the people who are like that or still feel that type Mm -hmm. of way to you know move forward if they can absolutely and it's really hard it's really really hard that is it's not easy man yeah because i think that you know something that's beautiful about music is it can comfort you in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways or it can almost like intensify the sadness or the emotions that are going through you at the moment Mm -hmm. and you know i think that uh x was like a huge person for a lot of people that were struggling with things like i see Mm -hmm. it all the time like especially when he died it was like that was like i saw so many people saying like thank you for like getting me through like my toughest times and like all this stuff you know Mm -hmm. and i think that you know there's only so many people that can do something like that with music and i think that you know it's awesome that you're trying to do that with your music and stuff too and you know having that be your inspiration i think that that's a good mm-hmm. move especially but um, yeah also with that like i have a friend um who in when i was in high school mm-hmm. he passed away mm-hmm. due to self-inflicted cause and i just don't want anybody else to yeah. ever have to feel that way that he did yeah that's and a like tough it thing. still hurts me to this day bro like mm-hmm. i think about it a lot yeah well and then i think that things like that are are sometimes it's tough to get through things like that because you know i don't know there i had a buddy of mine in high school that did the same and uh you know it teaches you a valuable life lesson and it's like you know you don't you should always reach out to people like regardless of if you know them or not or if they're old friends of yours you know you should always check in with people because you never know what they're going through Mm -hmm. because like there's a lot of people that you know you see them on a day-to-day basis or whatever and they like are always smiling and laughing and everything and then it's like you know one day that just changes for them and it's like you know they decide to that they don't want it anymore and then you know things happen but you know i think that that's something that i learned in high school and just in life in general is that one life is way too short and that also uh you know i should just check up with people like just saying hi and just like one thing that you can talk to like one thing that you can say to somebody can literally change their entire life forever so i think that you know that's that's a valuable lesson to learn through that and you know and to never forget about the person that taught you that Mm -hmm. like taught you uh, that valuable lesson you know because without Mm -hmm. that you know your life could be different as well so you know it's like learning to get past those like big hiccups in the road i think that it's a tough thing but you know that's what we have to do as humans and everything else i completely agree with that Mm -hmm. that's real life it's Mm -hmm. real life stuff uh nelson tell me about some of the future plans that you have we kind of talked about uh you want to get into performing and stuff is there anything else that you got for future plans future albums or anything that you want to shout out to the people or anything I want a Ferrari next year. Ooh, Ferrari. What color, right? <laughs> no, bro, like, dead serious. Uh, <laughs> dead serious. I want to have a Ferrari. Bro, so put bad. it out there. Put and I feel like um, with a lot of attraction, if I keep putting that energy, keep saying that I want mm-hmm. it, I'm going to slowly gonna make manifest it. Manifest Yeah, shit. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to do what it takes mm-hmm. to get there. And if I just say that, I feel like it'll also give me other things like yeah. influence and stuff like that because mm-hmm. like there's no way I can get a Ferrari doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, like something's got to change, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a lot of things that are gonna change in the next year. I'm really confident. Way different than last year. Stop, you know, caring too much about yeah. what people think of me, but I still want to have guidance towards um, the youth because they're mm-hmm. still gonna be our tomorrow's leaders. Absolutely. You know? absolutely and i think that that's good that you you have your goals kind of set in line for you and it's like you know you're trying to manifest it you know mm-hmm. and i think that that's something that a lot of people should do is like you know if you want this just say it put it out in the universe mm-hmm. and then one day it's going to come true exactly so you know that's what you know it it shows you that you know you can say it and then you can believe it and then you can just do it mm-hmm. just go at it and you have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in yourself. That is the Because if you don't, key. then no one's going to believe in you. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, Nelson, what is one thing that you have to do in life? When it's all said and done, you're laying on your deathbed, what is one thing that you have to do in life? Um, make sure that my family's okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure that my squad's okay for sure. Yeah. And that if I do have kids, or when I do have kids, mm-hmm. that they're going to be okay too. Yeah. And like give them the confidence to do anything that they want to do. Absolutely. Like you don't have to do what people think of you you can just if you want to do something else just go be your own person it's your life you know mm-hmm. like you don't have to be fit into this box that everyone sees you as you can branch out of that and become something more and make yourself happy i just want that for the people i love and like my supporters and anybody that follows me to do what they believe in that's beautiful man that's beautiful because you know that shows that you really care not only about yourself but about the people around you as well that's beautiful man all right this is the last question that i have for you i ask it to everybody on the podcast yeah i want you to imagine that i have a copy of the new york times written right here okay it's written from 10 years from now there's an article written about you and there's a cover page of you what is in this article and what is the cover page a picture of? Hmm. Wow. It's a loaded question. <laughs> let it sit in, let it marinate. A good question. That's a good question, man. New York Times article about me. Dang. Let us sit, bro. Let us sit. Let us sit. We got time. We got time. Dang, bro. It's a loaded question, man. Because it makes you think about life and just everything that you want, you know, 10 years mm, from now. 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's a tough thing. Wow. I want to say number one album for a long time billboard top yeah. one, 200 or yeah, whatever for a long time built been in the billboard forever and it's still like top 10 type thing Bruh, that's or like fire. have the influence it's either that or start a big charity that starts taking off and everybody's with it bro yeah like either those two things would just make me so happy in the next 10 years mm-hmm. that's mm. awesome bro. because i know that's with awesome. that i would have an influence that i would that I wanted because I want influence to reach millions of people right now if not billions bro like I know that's probably not possible but if not billions of people Mm -hmm. to like you know believe in themselves absolutely make everybody happy because I feel like if there's more love in the world there'd be a lot more a lot less hate yeah and there is a lot of hate in the world yeah when I feel like it's so much easier to just love instead mm-hmm. of hate you know i yeah. feel like i have to go out of my way to hate somebody mm-hmm. versus like you know i can just say love you and that's it like mm-hmm. you know and yeah, then it's yeah, like yeah. it's so much easier to love you know and like hate just brings out bad parts to you so it really does you know, it really does that's it's a huge thing the person who you truly are i feel like it's an emotion that you kind of let go out of yourself but it's not really who you want to portray yourself mm-hmm. as or it may have happened from a pre-existing circumstance that makes you feel that way and i can't blame anyone for going through something that makes them objective or negative towards something else Mm -hmm. but if they could turn it into something positive that would just be a lot better it would help them in the long run that's beautiful man that's beautiful nelson where can everybody find you on social media soundcloud all that stuff if you want to shout out anything now's Um, the time to do that all right uh my twitter is n three l s underscore underscore i just changed this like a week ago because i was tired of having the other thing (laughs) and then um i think my instagram is and jeez i'd have to look that up i'd have to look that up it's all good bro take your time yeah do your thing bro do your thing (laughs) i don't really be on instagram that much i need to start doing it because like yeah yeah i really need to get on that thing N-E-L-S underscore underscore N. I put the underscore to take out that Oh, in case you're wondering. I feel that. (laughs) And then Snapchat, it's Mr. African. Fortunately, I cannot change my Snapchat name. I would pay them 
I'll pay them to change my Snapchat name. Bro, I think that was I think that's your name on Snapchat for me yeah. too. It's Mr. like African Nelson Mr. African or some shit. That was in seventh grade, bro. Yeah, like, me... it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> oh man, I'm bro. glad that I did like I think mine's like Nico forty four or something like that. You know, it's just I simple. Something like that. Yeah, that is way better than Mr. Yeah. African, bro. I was just goofy. I wish I could change it to like my ad name now though, yeah. but Snapchat's a weird I was just thing, goofy, bro. man. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Yeah. That honestly sucks. Snapchat, you need to get on your game, bro. Yeah, like for real, you guys need to get off that. Because like if I switch accounts, I'll lose everybody, everybody. bro. Yeah. There's so many people I don't want to yeah, it really be like that. Yeah, it really be, like, be that. like that. Shit, really be like that. Yeah, Nelson, appreciate you, brother, for coming hey, through sure. today. Uh, sure. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Podcast. Uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things today. We talked about uh, just life and how precious precious it is, and uh, you know, just about Nelson's progression as a music artist and everything else. And just how he's came to be. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys took some good pointers away from it uh are so is there anything that you can say to people before we get out check this out bro yes sir yes sir yes sir